Benefits are seasonal. You might notice when you're looking at your benefits financial review that you have periods of lumpy cash flow. What I mean by that is that certain months of the year you have very high claiming activity and other months you have very low claiming activity. Sometimes it depends on the industry and sometimes it depends on the actual workplace and their culture. So I want to talk about three different types of instances where you've got a workplace in a specific situation and how that could financially impact you at renewal time. My name is Yafa Zakaja from Beneplan. So let's take a look at the first scenario. The first obvious scenario is that most benefit plans, at least in Canada, have a calendar year reset for their dollar maximums. So for example, if you've got $1,000 on dental, it's probably going to reset on January 1, and all that money is use it or lose it before December 31st. So if you walk around actually in December in gyms or at physio clinics or you know by optometrists, you'll see a lot of these signs saying, use your benefits up before you lose them. And so that absolutely affects the claiming patterns. Therefore, in January, actually December and January combined, you've got a double effect. You have people that are rushing in the holiday season to use up their dollars, but then also people are typically cash strapped and you know, putting more money on their credit cards to buy gifts for the holiday gifting season. And people really are going to need that reimbursement more than potentially the rest of the year. I mean, these are broad statements, but so that means that insurance companies typically receive four to five times the volume of claims in December and January than they're used to receiving for the rest of the year. So that means two things. Number one, if people are complaining about slow service, well, it's possible if your carrier is still using manual practices to pay claims, that could be why. I mean, they've got their team that's taking time off break for the holidays. Maybe their office was closed for a week between Christmas and New Year's. And then you have an influx of claims. So take this with a grain of salt. But the other effect is really that if you're looking at a loss ratio report for the first quarter of the year or the first month of the year, it's going to look really bad. You're going to look at your vision claims report and say, wow, we've got a 120% loss ratio on vision. Well, guess what? That's probably going to even itself out throughout the rest of the year. So whenever we look at the first quarter reports, we're never too concerned. Most groups are going to be in deficit if they've got a January 1 calendar year start date. Now, that said, certain industries have different claiming practices. So if you've got a client in construction and if they lay off their employees toward the wintertime when things get slow and then they rehire them in the spring, if they don't extend benefits during that time because employers have a choice to suspend benefits during a short-term or temporary layoff, then, you know, it's possible that once you get back to work in April, you've got that big lumpy period. It's also possible that if people are anticipating that they're going to get laid off towards the end of the year, they're going to want to go out and use as much as possible before they go. So you've got almost like a book ended um, or like a dumbbell shaped curve where you've got a lumpy beginning, a little bit less in the summer and then a lumpy at the end. Um, let's look at another workplace. This workplace is a school and they've got a September 1st start year of their school year. And so they might actually match their contracts with the same period of time. And so depending on the turn or the turnover of that workforce, you could have people that come in, start work to September 1, get a full year's worth of benefits because let's say it's a calendar year's benefit worth. Um, December 31st comes, January 1, their benefit amount resets and then they continue to claim. And so if they were a temporary worker, 
maybe they were filling in for a mat leave contract or, you know, a substitute teacher and they're leaving and maybe they know they're leaving in June. Well, that's why it's possible that they might be running up a lot of claims if they're anticipating that they're about to leave. Employees who know that they're going to be leaving will be absolutely maximizing their benefits as much as possible. They're going to be looking for old receipts, submitting them in because, you know, this is their one chance to use it or lose it. So it's important that when you're looking at your renewal, you're asking your client, like, do you have any seasonality in your industry at all? If you're a golf course, like that should be a huge aha moment. People do not golf in the winter. They golf in the summer. What do you do with your employees in the winter? Oh, you lay them off. Okay. Well, that probably explains a lot. So, you know, take a look at that. And it's really important to recalibrate the benefit plan to match that practice. So if you've got a situation where there's two times in the year that people could be claiming a lot, then maybe you want to change that. You can change the benefit year from January 1 to September 1. Um, if you've got a health spending account that is throughout the whole year, but you notice there's a lot of turnover and churn, like a lot of people being added and dropped throughout the year, well, you want to ask maybe that plan sponsor, do you want to change your plan at all? Like, do you want to prorate your health spending account so people are earning it based on the month that they're joining? Um, you know, I don't want to go creating work for you or for your admin team, but that said, I think it is important to understand the seasonality and the dynamics that could impact your renewal. Um, that's the episode today, short and sweet. Leave us a comment if you like. Follow us on social media at beneplan.ca. Thank you.